0: Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host. And as always, it's such a pleasure to be here with you all. Today on episode 176 of the podcast, we are diving deeply into physical health. And I am sharing all about what I have learned over the past two years of diving deeply into physical health. With myself Now, I started working with a functional doctor back in April of 2020 and was blown away with what I learned through that process. I discovered that I had a gut health issue called SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It's something that many, many people are probably also suffering from, but have no idea. Like me, I actually signed up for a session with a functional doctor because I thought, you know what? I feel pretty good. I'm pretty healthy, but maybe I could feel even better. And one of my words for 2020 was vibrant. So I was really looking for how can I feel my most lit up and energetic in my life? And so I was dumbfounded to discover after going through my first session with my doctor that I might have a gut health issue called SIBO which was then later confirmed through testing. And then I ended up going on about a three to six month protocol to help um, heal the SIBO. Now, with a lot of gut health issues, it can be something that you have for a long time. It can take a long time to heal. Some people might have it forever, but there is a lot that you can do to help alleviate a lot of the symptoms associated. Now, it's so, so, so important because gut health, impacts your mental health and your emotional health, like a lot of physical health issues. And what I thought was mental health issues that I was struggling with, which I thought were separate to the physical health. What I later learned is that it was actually my physical health issue that was contributing to my mental health issue and also my emotional health issues that were popping up at the time. And so I'm very quick now through what I've learned through my own journey. Whenever I hear from someone, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, whether it's a client that they're struggling with a mental health or emotional health um, with a challenge, which we will all go through at many times throughout our life, I always love to encourage that person to go and see a functional or an integrative or a holistic doctor which is a doctor who specializes in gut health to see whether there is a gut health imbalance that they're experiencing, because this is what impacts the mental um, health challenge as well. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a mental health issue there as well, for sure it is, but gut health impacts your mental health. And so I was experiencing depression and anxiety, and it was actually because of these this physical condition that I had no idea I even had. And just recently, just last week, I was again cycling through feeling like I just have no energy again, feeling tired, feeling depressed, at times feeling anxious and thinking, look, because I've gone through a completion of my 10 year relationship with my partner, this is normal. This is me just still going through my, the different stages of grief. Until I was walking up my street less than fifteen minutes again huffing and puffing breathless and i suddenly had a moment where it was like it's kind of like my mind had a took a screenshot and took me back in time to when i was a teenager and found out i had low iron i was like almost anemic or i don't even know what the difference between low iron and anemia is anyway i discovered i had low iron and that's why i was feeling the way i was feeling and i realized you have low iron. So I booked myself in to go and have a session with my doctor to get some blood work, to find out what's going on so that I could go and then get an iron infusion. Because one of the things that happens if you have SIBO is that you're the, basically it's an overgrowth of bacteria. So before the any nutrients that you have through your food, get into your lower intestine. In your upper intestine, which is the small intestine, there's all this bacteria that is just eating everything. So when you're taking supplements or you're eating certain foods to receive certain uh, nutrients, you're not actually getting it. So even though I take all of these supplements, my body isn't absorbing them or it's not absorbing it at the level that I need to actually feel amazing. And something that's also interesting is that when you go, go to a normal doctor, the levels that they're checking for all in all of your blood work in terms of your iron, your B12, like all of your different uh, vitamins that you need, the, those levels are a lot lower in terms of what they deem as normal compared with a functional doctor. A functional doctor, which is also otherwise known as an integrated doctor or a holistic doctor, and I'm sure that there are other names for it, the levels that they want you operating at are higher. So actually, if your levels are low through in your blood work from a uh, a normal, your normal GP through, from their perspective, then your levels are really, really low. And so when I called up my doctor and booked myself in for a blood test to double check my iron, which I already knew had been low only a few months before, I discovered that, yes, my iron levels were super low. They were at the lowest level of the, the range that you should be in. And that is based on a my GP's assessment. So they were super low uh, based on my functional doctor's range that I should be in. And I felt awful. And once I realized that I had, okay, the low iron, I suddenly became aware of all the other ways I was feeling that was unusual, that wasn't normal for me. And so I wanted to take this episode for everybody here to take a pause and to really check in with our physical health. What is going on? Are we really feeling the best we can, or are we really feeling even what we would classify as our normal energy levels? And are you dealing with a mental health challenge right now or an emotional health challenge right now? Uh, Often we see these two things as, as connected. If you are, and you haven't yet had a session with someone who specializes in gut health you might want to give that a look in now before i go into sharing all about my health journey and what i've learned i also just want to have a disclaimer everything that i'm sharing today is just what i've learned through my own journey i'm not a doctor i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not a counselor i'm not a psychologist i do, however, really, really love learning about health. And I think it's really important for all of us to be empowered when it comes to our health. I also think that we have to become our own advocates when it comes to our health. You cannot rely on any specialist. It's just like when you're wor- working with a coach, you can't rely on your coach to have all the, all of the answers for you. They simply cannot do that. The answers lie within you. So what I like to see, what I like to do when I think of my physical health is I'll have a session with my functional doctor or my GP, or maybe it's a specialist or someone else supporting me on my health journey. And I listen to the advice I'm given and what they think it is. And I look at the reports and things that I get, and then I filter it through me. I filter it through what I know about myself. I filter it through my gut. I do a gut check. (laughs) I filter it through my intuition and I ask questions. And sometimes I'll be in the session and I won't think of the question. And then later I'll think of the question. I'll write it down. I might do some research or I book in another session with my doctor or I send them an email if that's available. And I asked those questions. You really do have to advocate for yourself. I have had numerous situations throughout my life where I have known something is not right and I have had to be the one to keep following up, to keep asking for what I needed. And this was the case in this situation as well, most recently that I went through. So let me dial it back a bit. I noticed as I was walking up the street that I was breathless after a 15-minute walk, and I was thinking, this is ridiculous ridiculous. You can't still be breathless. You've just done level one yoga teacher training. You've got a regular physical practice and your physical energy level isn't improving. What is going on? And that's when I had the moment where I remembered feeling this exact way many, many years ago when I was a teenager, when I knew I had low iron, it reminded me that back in January, I'd had a doctor's session because I needed to get something really quickly from my regular GP. And I couldn't wait two months to, wait for a session with my functional doctor. So I went to my GP and she said, Hey, it's been ages since you've had blood work done with us. Can we get some blood work done so that we can just check all of your nutrient levels and make sure everything's okay. I got that done. We realized as I already knew that my iron levels were getting low. And so Because I knew that I have SIBO, which is something that my GP is not a specialist in, I was able to say, look, yes, I do have low iron levels and I do have low levels in some of these other nutrients, but supplements aren't going to do anything. So if I double, if I take a double dose of the supplements, it's just going to be a waste of my money and time because I've got this SIBO. And so I needed to explain what is SIBO and what it does. At that time I was going overseas, so I couldn't, I told my doctor, I need to get an iron infusion. It's the only way that I'm going to be able to get my iron levels up, but I didn't have time to do that before I went overseas. So we decided I'd check back in in April, which is when I realized as I was walking up the street that my iron levels must be super low because here I am feeling super breathless again. Now, I had another session with my GP. I called to say, hey, I've definitely got low iron. I know I can feel the symptoms. I need to get an iron infusion right away. My doctor then asked me to go get more blood work done to make sure my iron levels are low, right? Because they've got to check that it is actually low and what I'm feeling is actually what is happening in terms of the reports. Now, again, I had to advocate for myself and push to get an iron infusion. So I said to my doctor, yep, Once we confirmed that, yes, they've dropped even lower, I said, look, we've got to get an iron infusion because it's the only thing that's going to give me the iron because of this condition SIBO. Again, I explain what SIBO is. So my doctor agrees. Let's go get the iron infusion. But if I had not been able to explain all of that and and also put the iron infusion on the table as a possibility, I may not have been able to get what I needed. And this is the thing, my beautiful friends, you can't expect your doctor to have all of the answers, especially a GP. They need to, they need to, it's like being a lawyer. (laughs) You, You know, you go to law school and you get to learn a lot of different subjects all to do with the law. And then you go away and you specialize in a particular area, but then all of your friends and your family and everyone who meets you on the street, they think that because you're a lawyer, you know, everything about everything to do with the law. So if someone's got a criminal issue or or they've got a contractual issue, then they're coming to you asking for help and you are like, hey, I specialize in this particular area. So I've got no idea. I have a limited understanding. It's the same with a GP, right? They're a generalist. They have a great understanding in terms of the amount of information that they've had to learn and and they've got to have their head all over, but they aren't going to be able to give you all of the specifics. So I actually think it's a disservice to our GPs to expect them to know everything. That's just impossible. We can't do that. So it means you need to really advocate for yourself when you don't agree with something that's been said or when you know that something is wrong or when you know that there's a particular strategy that works for you. And so uh, for a lot of people out there, I've had a lot of conversations with people, especially over the past week about low iron iron infusions are often not even recommended. Now, I'm not sure why that is. I'm sure that there are health reasons. I know that having too much iron in your system can be a problem. Uh, But what I do also know is that I have a number of friends who also have experienced low iron through a lot of their life. Most of my, uh, the women in my family have experienced low iron throughout their life as well. I know that often iron infusions are not offered and also those who have had iron infusions have felt like It's just life-changing. And that was my experience back in 2020 when I saw my functional doctor. We discovered I had SIBO. We discovered all of my uh, nutrient levels are super low. She booked me into an iron infusion, gave me a list of all all of the options and I decided the iron infusion sounded right. I did a gut check. It felt like it would be the best thing for me. So I proceeded with that and I was amazed because I had not had that much energy in my life ever. (laughs) It was so amazing. But I did have a reaction to the iron infusion. I felt really sick for probably about three to four days. I felt super nauseous. I thought, however, that that might be because of the herbs I was taking at the time. Anyway, fast forward to today. I am Back with my GP trying to get an iron infusion as soon as possible, because I remember how good I felt. And I also realized that the way that I'm feeling is because I've got low iron. So I had to advocate for myself. And I also knew that because I was going to get the iron infusion, that I might have some side effects. So I decided that's it. We're taking the whole of next week off. I'm not doing a thing. I'm taking it off to rest and relax and prioritize my health because that is what is my most important. So I let everybody know taking the next week off, we're not doing anything, I'm not gonna be available. And uh and lo and behold, when I had the iron infusion, I felt okay for the next couple of days, and then I actually got a bit sick, and then I had incredibly low energy. It also delayed my period by a number of days, and I felt terrible to be honest. But just think when you, if for, for those of you who do take iron supplements, sometimes when you take them, you feel a bit sick, right? So imagine getting about six months supply into your system all at once. It's probably going to have a bit of a side effect, So that was my experience, but I can already feel how much more energy I have in my system. And it's because I've been able to go and get this iron infusion. Now, I don't know what the long-term consequence is of relying on infusions or even vitamins when it comes to your body's own ability to keep uh, making that vitamin within you. Uh, But all I know is I've suffered with low iron for most of my life. And when I get the iron infusion, it helps everything in my life. Now that got me reflecting on some of the symptoms I've been experiencing over the past four months since I've gone through the completion of my relationship with my partner. And this is what, these are common side effects of low iron, tiredness, breathlessness, fatigue, anxiety, emotional, low immune system, craving sugar and carbs. Now I actually just made that one up myself, but the reason I've added this here is because I noticed that throughout the past four months, I've been turning to sugar and carbs uh, more often than I usually do. And at first I found my mind just judging myself thinking like, you're just doing this because you're trying to buffer and check out. But then the other day I I can't remember if it was before I realized I had the low iron or just after I had this moment where I paused and said, I'm not reaching for these things for no reason. Like my body isn't reaching to them to be like, Hey, we're trying to self-sabotage. We're trying to buffer. My body is reaching to these things for a reason. So what does it want? It wanted energy and it wanted it quickly. And so this was another uh, symptom that I had that I was actually able to look to, to mirror back to me what the actual problem was. That was another uh, indicator that I had low iron. Now it can also lead to difficulties with memory as well. Now these, all of these symptoms are things that I've been experiencing over the past four months, but I thought I'm feeling all of these things because of the end of my relationship. Now that's true. And I also have really, really low iron, which is contributing to all of these things, which means that even if I hadn't had a significant change in my personal life, even if I hadn't been experiencing grief, I would still have been experiencing those symptoms because of the low iron. So my physical health was impacting my emotional and mental health. My physical health was impacting the energy I had available for my life and therefore, of course, for my business. So physical health is so fundamental, so foundational. It impacts everything in our life. And I think it's often overlooked. I think when we think about our physical health, for one, a lot of us think about weight loss and I'm talking about feeling your best, feeling like you have energy. When we don't feel like we've got any energy to give anything, it's really, really hard to be creative. It's really, really hard to keep up your relationships. And so that has to be the thing that we're focused on as a priority. Now, I also want to speak about something so important here. I also have noticed that when it comes to our physical health, this can become another area where perfectionism shows up. Where we think, oh, I just need to get all of my physical health in order before I can have a successful business or before I can be in a relationship or before I can take on that new endeavor. And sometimes you may need to focus on some of the physical health issues before you do do these things. But more often than not, our physical health journey is a journey. It is something that you can be working on alongside growing your business, alongside uh, growing another area or expanding in another area of your life. My functional doctor gave me a really great analogy. She said, your health and what we're doing here with our health journey, imagine that your health is a ceiling and there are all of these holes in the ceiling. You've got a leaky ceiling. What we're going to do is we're going to focus on one hole at a time and we're going to plug it up. That doesn't mean that there aren't other holes, but each time we plug a hole, it lightens the load and the toll that the other leaks (laughs) are having on you. And so you're going to feel a little better. I love this analogy because it showed me that I don't have to fix the whole roof to have a significant impact on the way that I feel. It showed me that I can focus on one symptom at a time and I can plug that hole especially when I know that I have a solution for the hole and that's gonna help all of the other holes and it's gonna have a significant impact for me on my energy, on my creativity, on my capacity, for my relationships, for my creativity, for my business, for fun, for all of the things that I want in my life. I love this analogy because when I think of health, I often think of health in the same way that I think of balance, which is that we should be in perfect health and we should be in balance all of the time. But what I've learned about balance is that the point is not being in balance all of the time. The point is being aware when you're out of balance so that you can give yourself what you need to come back into balance. And now I think about health in the same way. I don't have to have the whole ceiling fixed, but I can be aware when there is a hole and when there is a solution to that hole and I can give myself what I need. Now, when there is a hole and I don't know how to plug it up, I can then go on a journey, ask for support from someone who might know the answer or go on a journey to find that support to plug the hole but I don't have to focus on plugging all of the holes that makes everything feel so overwhelming. And I think it's really important for all of us just to remember that the person who is aware of what they need to come back to balance or to come back to greater health is the person with the power. They have self-awareness. They are able to get themselves what they need to thrive more, the person with their head in the sand or pretending that they're in perfect health isn't able to do any of that. And so in a society where we judge sickness, where we see admitting that we're sick or need time off or have something going on, in a society where we see that as weak or as a problem, then we're less likely to recognize and be honest with ourselves when we do notice that we're out of balance or that there is a health challenge there, which means that we just don't go back to health or we don't go back into balance. It's so strange. <laughs> it doesn't actually give us what we're actually pretending to be. So I see the people out there who advocate for themselves, who say, I'm sick, or I'm not feeling well today, or I know that something is wrong with me. I know that I could feel better. I see those people as empowered. I see those people with the greatest capacity for health. And if that is you, I want you to know that I see that in you too. We judge and we shut down people too often for admitting that they need something. There's a really good book called Medicine Woman uh, by Lucy H. Pierce, and she talks about how we do this to one another, especially as women, especially for people with chronic illnesses, We tell each other in the personal development world, in the health and wellness and the spirituality world, that because we know that we're responsible for everything that's going on in our life, that there's this idea that we should, like, if there is a health problem, then there's something that we're doing wrong, or there's something that we should know better, or we've failed in some way. And that's also, of course, what the rest of society is saying, but we reinforce that in the personal development and health and wellness and spirituality worlds as well. What if being sick or having a challenge wasn't a problem? What if it was a sign of strength, which is how I see it, because you can go out there and get yourself what you need to come back into health. I think assuming that we are In perfect health all of the time, or even striving for that as a destination, I think that that is the problem. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to take steps to help myself feel better and to help myself feel healthier. It just means that when I know that I'm going through a challenge, I don't see that as something wrong. I also think it's important to look at health in this way, to look at it as a journey. And not as something that we need to solve before we can live our life. Because then that is, we just use it as another reason to put the things we want more out of reach. Sometimes we definitely need to put everything on hold, right? Like me last week, I was like, I feel awful. I need to take a whole week off and sort this out. And I'm going to give myself extra time and space because I know that I might need it. Everything got put on hold. Okay. And while there is an initial cost to me from doing that, there is a much bigger investment that comes from that. Okay. So, summary physical health is so incredibly important. It is the foundation and is connected with all of the other areas in our life. We can have physical health challenges and put everything on hold. to plug up a hole as, and when we need to recognizing that you have a hole is a sign of strength, recognizing that you're going through a challenge or a sickness or whatever it is, is a sign of strength, not a weakness. It is empowering. It allows you to get the support that you need. You don't need to go along your health journey alone. Getting yourself support not only will support you to solve the issue, but will also support you to see what you can't see. When you're working with other people, make sure you're filtering everything through your own inner GPS. Only you know what is the best next step for you. And that includes with your health. If you're experiencing a mental health challenge right now, you might also like to book in a session with a holistic doctor or a functional doctor to see whether you have a gut imbalance, which might be impacting or contributing to the mental health issue that's going on. And health and healing is a journey. You can be working on your health and your healing while also growing your business and expanding in other areas of your life. Finally, I want to answer two questions that I'm sure I'll be asked. The first is, what actually is an iron infusion? And the second is, tell me more about your journey with your functional health doctor. So to answer the first, an iron infusion is where you have like an IV drip and you have the iron put into the drip. So I had a drip put into my vein. I had to go and buy iron. Then I go to my doctor's surgery. They put the drip in and they put the iron into the drip and it drips into my system. That whole process takes about an hour. It's only 15 minutes itself for the iron to enter your system, but you need to wait around. You need to get the drip put in. So the whole process takes about an hour. Now, with the functional doctor, uh, my experience with her was amazing right from the very beginning. So first of all, I was researching functional doctors in my area, and I chose my doctor because she had a background in psychology, Western medicine, Eastern medicine, and Chinese medicine. I thought, wow, well, this is exactly what I want, a holistic approach. And she also works at a holistic center. So I loved this because it meant that she could, uh, see me from a, a GP perspective, as well as from all of these other inverted commas, alternative <laughs> perspectives. And right from the get-go of arriving at the clinic, it was a beautiful experience It was more like walking into a massage clinic where there was a water fountain and relaxing music and everybody's happy. There's no like people aren't running around urgently putting out fires. There's kind of this like proactive approach to health cooked into the whole setup, even though, of course, some of the issues have been longstanding that patients will will be dealing with. So in my first session, I had, a—I think it was an hour or 90 minutes, one of the two. And I was so amazed because my doctor spent the entire time just asking me questions. She found out about every symptom I've ever experienced from childhood and onwards. And at the end of that session, she was able to say, I think you've got SIBO. (laughs) And I was like, what? I can't believe this. And all of the symptoms I'd experienced pretty much throughout my whole life were all connected to this one condition. Now that's what I love about functional medicine because they're looking for what is the root cause? What is the thing causing all of these symptoms? Whereas when you're going to your GP, they're treating the symptoms, right? So that it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid over this symptom and then another symptom pops up. So we put a Band-Aid on that and then another symptom pops up. So we put a Band-Aid on that, even though they might be solving the symptom, but there's going to be another symptom because they're not solving the underlying cause. Now, when we think about the underlying cause, of course, there is also a cause of whatever the root physical cause is. So for me, the root physical cause is a SIBO, but then what was causing the SIBO? That's what we don't know. It could be stress. It could be lots of, uh, what's it called? Antibiotics. <laughs> lots of antibiotic use. As a kid, I used to have recurring tonsillitis. I got it all of the time as a child. And so I had penicillin all of the time. So that can disrupt your gut health, right? Which then leads to these other symptoms. I had things like rashes, uh, lots of sicknesses, um, like getting the, the cold that was going around or the flu that was going around. I remember when I worked as a lawyer in the corporate world, I used to hate working in the air con because I was always worried I was gonna get sick when someone else was sick. And so when I started my own business, it was awesome for me because I thought, well, now I don't need to be around people in aircon all of the time. And so I didn't get as sick as often. However, that wasn't really a solution, right? A long lasting solution. A long lasting solution was building up my immune system. So there were all of these different symptoms that felt completely unrelated, including I had a, I had a number of occasions where I had food poisoning and it was all connected to this SIBO. Also bloating of my stomach for almost all of my life. I've never had like a flat stomach and I'm not talking about, you know, a flat stomach with abs or in terms of weight loss. I've just always had this like bloated stomach and I thought, oh, it's just because I'm overweight. But actually, as I went through the protocol of healing the SIBO, a lot of that bloating went away. And for the first time I had whatever a flat stomach looks like for me. So the process was then to go and confirm all of the doctor's assumptions through tests. So I then needed to go away and get the tests. And then I needed to come back and get the protocol for solving what was confirmed So those tests showed that I had SIBO and I also had another um, gut issue called candida. Now, most of you probably have heard of candida as thrush. Um, You can get it in various places, but where it lives is in your gut. And so sometimes you can have candida and it not be showing up anywhere else in the body. It's just in your gut. So for me, my symptoms were brain fog. My symptoms were like this kind of like gurgling in my stomach, uh, I was also really thirsty a lot of the time. I was craving carbs and sugar, and this was the candida. Basically, it was the candida craving all of these things, not me. So my doctor was able to prescribe an antibiotic that wouldn't impact my gut flora too much, like a safe antibiotic to solve that issue. And was also able to prescribe me herbs to work on the SIBO and was also able to prescribe a food protocol so that I could manage the symptoms of the SIBO and try to starve the bacteria so that I don't have this overgrowth. Uh, And we also looked at, you know, making sure I had plenty of sleep, managing my stress. So I went through this cycle that lasted about three months of being on this food protocol, going through herbs, uh, getting my iron infusion, building up my supplements and things while I was working on solving the SIBO. And all of this helped me to feel so much better. So we plugged up lots of holes in terms of my symptoms. I discovered foods that were really not good for my gut that I wasn't digesting properly. Like, um, having too many grains was actually really hard on my system. And also, uh, beans. I ate so many beans at that time because I was, uh, primarily vegetarian. And I found that actually chickpeas, I used to eat tons of hummus. Chickpeas are pretty much an absolute no for me. I mean, I'll have it every now and again, it's fine, but I will feel sick if I had it. And I did not know what it felt like to not feel sick until I wasn't sick in my stomach with all of these symptoms. I had felt it for so much of my life that I thought it was normal. So I got gradually more and more energy. It was amazing. It was such an incredible experience. And then at the end of that three months, or I think it probably took about four to five months by that stage, by the time, you know, you receive all the things you need, um, then I needed to get tested again. And even though my symptoms had improved and there were all of these other improvements within me, including so many improvements with my mental health, I But my test results were still showing that my the levels um, that indicate SIBO was still pretty much the same. So that was really interesting to see. Okay, so the roof, we've plugged up all of these holes, but the root one is still there. And so that was when we realized, okay, well, if we've done all of these things, then maybe there's something else contributing. And for me, I felt it was either my sleep routine uh, or my stress management. So my doctor mentioned that, look, we can do all of these things to solve the issue, but if you're not managing your stress well, then that's going to put your um, gut out of balance anyway. So then the next step was to really focus on a better sleep routine and stress management. And so I got myself a health coach to help me with the sleep routine because I work really well with accountability. And if I ever need to improve something in my life, I hire a coach to help me do that so that I have that energetic container and support system. And then my stress management was something that I have been working on Um, and continue to work on because like so many of you, a high achiever, I have that worrying mind that always wants to be doing more and is always looking out for where are all the fires and things. So stress management has been what I've been working on since then. So for anyone out there who is going through anything like that, who where you know that you've got an issue and you're working on it and it feels like it's a long journey, just be really proud of yourself for having that commitment and devotion. It is like building a business. You know, the only thing that is going to create a successful business, whatever your definition of success is commitment to the journey, your devotion to the journey. And I think being committed and devoted to your health is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you don't need to have all of the holes in the roof (laughs) plugged up uh, for you in order to expand in your business and in other areas of your life. You can do it alongside it. And it's definitely a sign of your power, not a sign of a weakness. So my beautiful friends, I hope that the intention I had behind sharing this topic today has landed in your hearts in an uplifting and inspiring way, which was the exact way it was intended. I would love to keep up our conversations on this topic over on Instagram. Feel free to send me a private DM to let me know about your health journey or what was a takeaway from this episode, or feel free to take a screenshot of you listening to the episode right now. Let us know what your aha moments were. We'll then share it with our community on Instagram and shout you out. And also take a look for where we share the episode in my Instagram feed. Comment and tell us about your journey. Share something about what resonated for you or about where you're at in your health journey. And let's keep this conversation going. I think it's really, really important. I also want to recommend another book. It's called Gut and it's by... Julia Enders, which talks a lot about the connection between your gut as your second brain and your actual brain and the link with mental health. So that helped me so much. There's really cute illustrations in it as well, which gets the point across in an easy to understand way. And I felt really, really empowered reading through that book. Okay, my beautiful friends, I'm going to leave it there. I love you all so much. Let's all help and support one another with showing up for our health needs and cheering each other on. I love you. Bye.